0: You are listening to Alive Mint Production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana and this is All Things Markets. Gold as an asset class has done a wonderful rally in 2019. In fact, gold as an asset class has performed better than Sensex and Nifty in 2019. So if this rally has more legs, does an investor need to stick to gold or or should he churn his portfolio into equities? To understand this, and more i am joined by chirag mehta he is the senior fund manager alternative investments at quantum mutual fund so chirag welcome to the show so as we are talking about a gold as an asset class what are the big trends that you noticed about the, this precious metal in 2019
1: so gold has been a great performer this year uh, vis-a-vis compared to the various other asset classes. It's done phenomenally well this year. Mm. Coming out of doldrums of like six years, uh, it's consolidated all its while. Mm. And now it's been doing well because uh, the factors have all come in place for gold prices to do well. So if you see, there has been significant change to what we were seeing last year. Global economy has started slowing down. Uh, Central banks have changed their stance. Like if you see the Federal Reserve, uh, they were uh, were hiking rates. They stopped that. Now they are cutting rates. They did it thrice this year, they cut rates. And they've also started putting in more money. They were unwinding the balance sheet earlier. Mm. Now they are putting in more money in the system, infusing more liquidity. Mm. So is the European Central Bank, mm. who is also pumping in more money. So overall, central banks are more dovish than they were last year. And therefore, this b- brings that real interest rates, which were increasing earlier, mm. are declining now. And mm. that's a big positive for gold. And that is why gold prices have been doing significantly better this year.
0: Right.
1: Plus, there is a lot of uncertainty Uh, A lot of elements going on, like Brexit, or be it uh, trade wars Mm -hmm. that we are seeing, Mm -hmm. which is having a significant impact on the global economy. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's impacting sentiment, it's impacting confidence, it's impacting the investments. And therefore, gold is doing well vis-à-vis the other asset classes.
0: Mm-hmm. So, in two thousand seventeen and eighteen, when uh, you know your competing asset class, if I can say, the equities, mm-hmm. they were performing. Uh, I mean, a super rally, if you can sure. say, in two thousand seventeen. Gold, of course, underperformed. In nineteen, it has just turned around. Sure. Uh, do you think uh, investors are kind of reallocating their portfolios from uh, you know asset classes like equities to gold in two thousand?
1: So if you see equities have also done well this year, mm. it's not that they have performed uh, poorly.
0: Yeah, but compar- comparatively it's not sure. as much as what gold did.
1: Sure, So, but what has happened this year is an element of uncertainty has increased significantly. Mm. Like what mm. we have seen in the US-China trade war, mm. it's not about tariffs, it's about clash of supremacy which is right. not going to go away okay. very soon. Uh, so that uncertainty element has increased significantly and that is why people are allocating to gold in a significant manner. Mm. There is debasement of currency and there is a risk that this trend will increase going forward mm. and that is why you have central banks themselves who are doing this act mm. are also pumping in or getting into gold in a big way. Mm. So. Uh, so that is the uncertainty element which is uh, driving people that I need to have gold in my portfolio and that is why we have seen this change.
0: Right. So taking you back to your first answer where you are saying that it's actually the ultra-loose monetary policy by global central banks which has kept the rally in gold intact. Now what if in 2020 all these banks get into a tightening of monetary policy? Will gold still rally in 2020?
1: So that scenario probably May be a headwind for gold, mm. but it doesn't look like that's a probable scenario. Okay. That's not the base case that mm-hmm. we are working with. Uh, if you see global economy has been slowing down, we have seen a longest expansion, but it's been a hesitant recovery. Mm. Uh, it's not been a smooth and steady recovery that we have seen mm. or nowhere close to what earlier cycles uh, recovery that we have right. seen. So it's nowhere close to that. Uh, and and given that central banks have changed stance so dramatically, mm. tells that the economy is in serious doldrums. Okay. So I don't see that economy changing stance significantly, trade war going away. It's not. It's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Next year's US presidential election year, mm-hmm. it's going to bring its own volatility along with right. the asset markets. Uh, equity markets, uh, from a valuation perspective, are very, very stretched. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see uh, the earnings growth that the markets are predicting, mm-hmm. it's not going to come next year, mm-hmm. nor even year after that. So equity markets are at a serious risk in terms of uh, collapsing or at least see a severe correction. Mm -hmm. And therefore, uh, there will be an incremental move or diversification of investments and reserves at the central bank level, at the investor level, into gold-like assets. And therefore, uh, I think uh, the scenario that we are talking about in terms of headwind has very, very low probability and gold prices should continue to do well.
0: So 2020 again looks like a robust year for gold?
1: Absolutely. Uh, the factors are all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't see a, a runaway increase in prices. It's going to be gradual in nature mm. uh, because there will be volatility. What happens in terms of the trade wars that going around, mm. uh, if there is a deal between a, a US and China, mm. it could bring some respite to markets and therefore some correction in gold. Right. Uh, okay. US dollar has been signif- has seen significant strength all this while over the last few years mm-hmm. uh, we don't think that strength can persist for long so from all that perspective there could be some headwinds mm-hmm. but we don't see a significant downside risk in gold and therefore uh, other factors are more dominant and those are positive for gold right. and therefore gold should do well next year mm-hmm. uh, and, and and most of the reasons that were true for this year mm-hmm. continue for next year as well right. and that that's going to be so be it trade wars be it global economic uncertainty be it, uh uncertainty surrounding uh, the geopolitical issues so all this is going to be there and help gold Rise right. next year.
0: So you have a similar stance for India, uh, Indian market as well, as far as gold is concerned.
1: So Indian markets, yes, I think uh, the scenario is much better. Uh, I mean, there. If you see the rupee mm. uh, from a RER perspective, mm. real effective exchange rate perspective, mm. uh, it's overvalued by about 10 percent, mm. right? Mm. Uh, we are seeing our economy slow down significantly. Mm. Exports are not picking up. So government will have to. Uh, ride it on all cylinders, fire on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and see to it that exports the local consumption everything picks up Mm -hmm. and therefore we see a gradual depreciation in the rupee Mm -hmm. which will likely bring it at par and therefore make Indian exports more competitive Mm -hmm. and from that perspective uh, the rupee depreciation if any will be an added value to the Indian gold price.
0: Now besides conversations about gold, there's one other uh, precious metal, silver. What do you think about silver in this year ahead?
1: Sure. So our view on silver has been that uh, silver, at one point of time, like gold, was mm. a monetary asset, mm-hmm. it was used as money. Mm. But post getting de-linked as a form of money, mm. uh, it's more of an industrial commodity. Seventy percent right. of the usage for silver comes from for industrial uses, right? right? So uh so in in a way it is half copper half gold mm. and in a slowing economic environment mm. uh the the use of industrial commodities is going to decline mm. so if 70% comes from there I, I don't think silver can do much better so from a portfolio perspective whenever in, anyone looks at allocating mm. to silver mm. we suggest gold is a better portfolio diversifier as opposed to silver okay so we always recommend that investors have a 10 to 15% kind of allocation to gold and not silver mm. silver is more like if you like the demand supply dynamics, like a commodity, then you invest in silver. Otherwise, from asset allocation perspective, gold is much better.
0: I don't know if I can squeeze uh, this question, uh, sure. you know, commodities as gold and silver versus equities in 2020. Uh, what do you think, which asset is probably going to give better returns?
1: So I think looking at uh, equity market valuation, the P that it stands around mm-hmm. 26, 27 kind mm-hmm. of levels. Uh, they look stretched mm. uh, with the long-term average of 18 and a half. Mm. At 26, 27, it really looks stretched, uh, and economy is slowing down. So, from if I have to choose both, I, either of the both, mm. uh, then I will go with gold. I think prospects for gold are much better. Mm-hmm. But I would say from a longer-term perspective. Uh, One needs to have an allocation to equities because Mm. that's an asset class that can help you get real positive returns, uh, a real positive over inflation, and therefore have an allocation to gold. But if you have an allocation to gold, Mm. you ought to have an allocation to gold. Mm. So if you're in equities, you have to be in gold Mm. uh, because gold is an excellent diversifier to equities. Whenever equities have not done well, Mm. gold has delivered significantly better returns. So people just uh, continue to ask us whether equity or gold, mm. we think it is equity and gold.
0: So as uh, there are a lot of conversations about economic slowdown in India and specifically the rural income, uh, do you think uh, you know, uh, the buying of gold dependent on rural income may affect the demand of gold in India and thereby the prices of gold in this year ahead?
1: So there can be some impact in terms of uh, demand from rural areas Mm -hmm. because that's about 65% of the demand for India. Uh, So if you look at uh, rural demand, the monsoon has been much better. So next winter crop is going to be much better and therefore more money in the hands of uh, farmers. Uh, they don't have much choices. They want to go with gold because it's safe for them and it's liquid for them. Mm. They can get money at any point of time. So it's more of a compulsive buying that happens in gold. Mm. Uh, so it, give or take 50, 100 tons here or there, mm. we still will consume 600, 650 tons of gold any uh, a year. What really drives gold is not the consumption demand because that's a steady state kind of. It doesn't have a big delta. Mm. Much of the delta comes from the investment demand. And I think the drivers for investment demand are in place. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that's going to make the gold price move positively. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's more uh, of a bearing that gold will have. And and we always have seen the consumption demand act as a floor for gold prices. Mm-hmm. And the investment demand takes the gold prices higher. Right. So I think investment drivers are in place. And therefore, gold should do well next year.
0: Right. Thanks, Chirag, for taking me through all the details.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So uh, Chirag expects that gold may continue to see its rally in 2020 as well. As far as uh, asset allocation for an investor goes, he says that it's not gold versus equities, it's equities and gold that a person should look at into his portfolio. We'll keep an eye on the big trends of gold in 2020. That's all for now. For more details and updates, stay tuned. This was Alive Mint Production, brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.